0: Hey, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett. And if you're connected to this when it's released, then it's Wednesday. It's day one of March 2023. I'm excited for you to be with us. I'm excited for you to share. And in just a few moments, what we're going to do is we're going to reflect on a few things. But before we do that, I would like for you to, uh, well, first appreciate you for being a part, for dialing in, for listening, whether it's via the phone, whether it's on the after, or whether it's just on the demand part of this. We're all over the internet, all over uh, every outlet we're trying to do, get ourselves out there. And we thank you for being a part. Right now, we're reflecting. Uh, We ask you to Take a few moments to just sit, meditate a little bit, Uh, pray, if you will. There was some stress going on still in Turkey. As our friends over there are struggling to recover from a recovery. And now they're in a third recovery. What I mean by that is we already had the earthquake that uh, took some... Forty-five thousand people, I believe the number was. Then we had another earthquake that took another group of people. Now, a building collapsed here in a few uh, a few days ago that took a third set of people. So, Turkey is struggling with these earthquakes. We ask you to consider them in your thoughts and in your prayer. Also, consider over in Greece. There was a train derailment. Uh, That train derailment took uh, 36 people and left 85 injured. Uh, Trains collided in northern Greece. and So we're sending our thoughts and our prayers to Greece. And then there are things that are going on in your world around here in our city in the cities where you come from I say our city and I I say that uh not really thinking please forgive me some of you do not uh come from Norfolk you're not even from Hampton Roads Virginia you're not even from Virginia so I ask for you to please forgive me but if you can uh keep the city that I live in your thoughts and your prayers the state that I live Dare I even say the nation that I live for some of our friends who are international. Also, I'm going to pray for your city and your state, your nation. Let's have a moment of meditation for the cities and states around the world. The nation's uh, military members around the world. I like to say in the civilized and even in the uncivilized nations. We're praying for them. And then while you're reflecting, there are some people who you you feel need to take part in what we're doing here. We're going to give you an opportunity in just a few moments to um, if you however you're consuming this to. Kind of move away from this, put this on the back burner for just a second and uh, call them or text them. uh, Slide into their DMs if you are into social media. Let them know to call in to hear all of our friends who participate in this live. You can call in or our demand friends. You can just send them the link and they can definitely participate we're thanking them thinking about those people and and we're even thanking for those fine individuals Mm. and then for us it's me it's me it's me i am standing in the need of prayer You remember that song that kind of came out in our old church. Whatever's on your brain. We pray for you. You pray for me. That sounds about right. We're thankful for life and liberty. Freedom. Even though it may be somewhat of a struggle sometime, we're still thankful for it. We're thankful for the pursuit of happiness. We thank you for the opportunity. Even though it may be bleak. Again, we still have the opportunity. And for that, we are truly thankful. I pray for you. I say that again. That your dreams will be met. Realized. Your realities met and your life better. Amen. Again, my friends, if you need to pause here to get other people involved in this piece of business, that'll be, as I like to say, awesome sauce. Uh, We'll just take a little pause right here. Get everybody we want to get in, send out a text, a tweet, slide in their DMs, give them a call. And then after that, we'll be ready to, as I like to say, on behalf of my Miami Dolphins quarterback, get to it to it. huh?
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning,
2: happy March, good morning, yes, happy March to you, yeah, I was just telling Mom Bell that uh, some of us forgot that, uh, there's a uh, all of our announcements and stuff are, are in the first half of you got the call up there. If you call in after 725, it transfers over to our more shorter uh, piece of business. But some person called in before 725, 625, and so now they're sitting in the queue listening to a 10-minute message. And so uh, we need to remind you to... You know, if you're gonna call in late, that's fine, but uh, make sure you call in before six twenty-five, so that you don't have to sit in that queue all morning long and uh, get all of our announcements and everything. So, that being said, some of our people are going to be held up. I know they're calling in and they're just held up, and uh, with that little little moment. I don't want to call it a tragedy, but you know how that is. But nonetheless, good morning to all of you who are here. Mama Bell is here. Brother Dennis is here and and some other fine individuals are here. Mama Mama Bell is uh gonna play for us in just a few moments. I'm sure she's ready to go and tickle the ivories as we like to we like to say. Yep. I'm all yeah. Ready. Yeah. You all re- You all ready to tickle them?
3: I'm ready to tickle today.
2: <laughs> all right. I'm glad you're ready to tickle. <laughs> Mama Belle is gonna tickle, and then we're going to. Uh, uh, I think my dear granny is one of those people who's stuck in that queue. And so. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So she might have to. Uh, uh, we might have to figure something out with her. But before we get to Mama Bell, we're going to take a few moments and uh, spend in our personal time. I hope that at least by now uh, we're heading into March. This is day one of March.
4: Day one.
2: Yeah. How does it feel to be already uh, – uh, three months in, just might as well say. Yes. Doesn't yeah. seem real. Doesn't seem like we're there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Three down, nine to go. That's the- right. Or is it? What is it? What is it? Eleven it's Twelve. So three down. here, nine to go. So we we really excited about that. This morning, as we kick off the month of March, you're sitting around or you're standing around or however you are, you are participating, we ask you to just take a moment of pause and quiet meditation. Think about the goodness that's going on in your life and... and uh, Think about the wonderful sun that's rising. We're, we're at the point in the year now where the sun is coming up early. And we're thankful for that.
3: Blinds
2: or the or however you, you let the, the good sunlight in. <laughs> All of you who are joining us, we're thankful. I forgot to to remind. Yeah, I thought I did, but we needed to remind you that uh, you have to call in earlier if you want to get our announcements and some of you called in right as they were transitioning over. So, uh, you were stuck in the queue for about five minutes, or eight minutes. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but uh, we're glad you made it on in just the same. Uh, so you call in about 620, and you can get all of that information, and then uh, by the time you uh, get through all that, it'll be 630, and we'll be here every time to to get the service, so just remember that for all of you who got stuck this morning. But while we're thankful and worshiping and praying, my dear granny is here, and she will Continue us in prayer and then Mama Bell will play.
3: Most gracious and all wise Father, we thank you. We love you. We thank you, God, because you woke us up this morning with the blood running warm. Our... We thank you, dear God, because you. Watched over us all night, God. We just want to thank you for everything, God. We thank you for healing. We thank you for deliverance. We just thank you, God, because without you, Lord, we couldn't make it. And God, as we come this morning, we continue to pray for those that that those that the weather has. Know them, men, God, those people, oh, God, that's suffering here, there, and everywhere. We lift your people up before you, God, and we ask you to have mercy. Let your mercy prevail. Let your mercy, oh, God, strengthen them, God. Help them to look to you for whence cometh their health and strength. Help them to know, God, that all power is in your hand. Help them to know, God, that you are able to meet every need in their lives. Look on your people, that- we just thank you this morning. Bless this radio audience, God, wherever you go, God. Encourage your people. Encourage them and let them know, God, that they are somebody and that you are with them. We praise you, God, and we magnify your name. And we give your name, all the honor, all the praises, and all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Hallelujah.
2: Mm. Mm. Thank you. I am having a struggle here with my stuff. So I'm going to read it right from here. Did <laughs> that like you didn't want to do it? And now it keeps telling me that the chapter's not available. And- Everything is. I don't know what's going on here. Ay, 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 ay. Don't you hate when that happens?
4: 10, 14.
2: I think we didn't get it. We want to go to Romans chapter 10, verse number 15. Uh, I should be going to start at thirteen. Mm. Uh, you know what? I'm feeling generous. Verse eleven. We'll start up there. For the scripture says, everyone who believes on him will not be put to shame. Since there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, because the same Lord of all richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How, then, can they call on him? They have not believed in him, and how can they believe without hearing about him, and how can they hear without a preacher, and how can they preach unless they are sent? I want to talk this morning very briefly, if I can, about the struggle of the faith. The struggle of the faith. And all those in agreement with the word respond with a howdy. Amen. Amen.
4: Amen. Amen.
2: I had a conversation yesterday, and uh, for those who uh, listen to uh, my work online and other projects and things that we do, you will hear this conversation, I don't know why we got all these alarms on. We need to start turning stuff off. Uh, Please forgive me. I I just got alarms going. I don't know why I still got a 643 alarm. We ain't started church 645 in years. Uh, there are so many different ideas different ways of thinking and as I had this conversation this morning or earlier today it came out should I say or it's coming out whichever one you want to look at it uh the gentleman was talking to me and he was sharing with me about what was going on in his world and
1: life so forth Wow, it's
2: just noise. Technology is good, but then sometimes technology get the devil in them. We were talking, and he started off the conversation. He's a fresh Christian, just got saved. God bless his heart. But he started out the conversation with, "You know, we've walked away from God. The the, the world has turned on God." And and I heard this conversation, and I. Literally, I don't know if you old Christians, and I say it like that, not because of your age, but because you've been around church a long time. All the old Christians, or or just the old seasoned people in general, have you ever listened to somebody and you can tell somebody they've been talking to them? <laughs> like you know they didn't come up with that themselves? Oh,
4: yeah. <laughs>
2: That's been said to them by they are preaching somebody you ever heard a young preacher preaching you go you sound I, I could tell that I could tell he just gave you the sermon. You ain't come up with God and give you that that came from the pastor or that came from that other preacher that you hang out with 'cause you no, you didn't you sound just like that person. And the fear that I have in discipling and even in Bible study in these days is sometimes we are training soldiers instead of training disciples. We're training folks unbeknownst to us to think like we think and operate like we operate and work like we work. And in this conversation, the gentleman came to me and we were talking and he said, uh, You know, the world walked away from God.
1: And I had to ask them.
2: I love to ask questions, especially my evangelical brothers and sisters, regardless of race, color, or creed. But most specifically, I love to ask my black brothers and sisters and then my white brothers and sisters. What about my black brothers and sisters? When they say, that America has walked away from God, I like to ask, well, when were they ever with him? When they was hanging your cousin from trees? Was that the time that they were with God? When was America ever a Christian? When they were calling you and treating you as three-fourths of a person? Excuse me, fifth. Let me not take away at least a percent of you. And I'm not saying that to try to bring up old wounds to try to, to preach angry or, or politics. I'm asking a question. Because why are you demonizing today when yesterday was literally worse or somewhat had its own problems? Oh, I love it when I hear folks saying, you know, the world ain't like it used to be. Oh, it's not like it used to be. Oh, we were so loving back then. We were so caring back then. We were this. We were that. No, you didn't have Internet. It took long before your enemies and what they said about you to get to you. Now you get cussed out 24 seconds. Back then they had to send snail mail in. And they had to put it in a stamp and lick it and put 37 cents on it. That's a stamp. And Take it down to the post office and have the postman deliver it. Ain't nobody had time to do all that. By the time they got through all that, they just didn't feel like telling you. But now they can pick up their phone and in one tweet, they can tell you where to go and how to get there. The human condition did not change. The human mind did not change. The human attitude did not change. It's just how fast we can put it out changed. And so it seems that the world is worse now than it was then, but it's just moving faster. Or should I say we see it moving faster? The sun rises on the east and it sets on the west has been doing that in the same time frame since the beginning of time. The fall, the summer, the winter, and the spring have all been coming congruently at the same time. It has not changed. So my friend, because he had not really processed it, because the scripture—that's that's one of the reasons why, to some degree, I don't like Bible study. People say, "Well, Eric, don't want to come to community group." It's not I don't want to come to community group, but how? Sometimes I only want to read the Bible myself because I can talk to myself because I'm the only one to give an expert opinion of myself. When well, you go to Bible study now, you find yourself intoxicated around everybody's opinions everybody's perspective, everybody's view. And you have to navigate between what is somebody's opinion and what is actually gospel. It didn't say how can they believe unless they have a community group. It didn't say, how can they believe unless they have a congregation, or Bible class? It said, how can they believe unless they have a preacher?
1: Singular.
2: One voice that speaks on behalf of God. And I'm not trying to say, oh, you just need to sit down and listen to Eric Barrett. No, There's a lot of voices out there that, that are speaking the truth, that can give you the message, that can really encourage and inspire your heart. I'm just saying let's not get convoluted by everybody talking. One of the greatest things about our culture today is also the most most heinous part of it. Everybody can speak. Everybody can be heard. And so now we raise a generation that is confused. But let me hasten to my point and get out of your hair. I thank you for your time. Because when you think about church, when you think about the struggle of the world, the first thing I think that should be brought up no, I don't think I know. I I'm, I'm not an arbiter, right? I just we've been, we've been here long enough, we read the tea leaves. The thing that I would like to suggest to you for consideration. Why is there a church on every corner? Seventeen hundred distinct denominations, close to twelve thousand Reformations, close to one point seven million churches, and that's just from one side of the to the other, from the top to the bottom, from the north to the south of the Eastern Seaboard of the East States United. One million-some-odd churches. Mm -hmm. Little corner stores, little hamlets. Little storefronts. Why are there so many churches? The reason for that is because somewhere along the line, there was a disagreement. Somebody saw the book, and they read the 27th Psalm, and they couldn't agree on the fact that there was only six verses about a shepherd. And since we can't agree on who the shepherd is and what he going to do, we just split the church. Listen, so now a pastor down the street is preaching one doctrine, and the pastor over on the other side is preaching another, and we can't have a general consensus. Because everybody has decided that I want to be Presbyterian, or I want to be Methodist, or I want to be Pentecostal, or as as uh, we said one day at a meeting that the Presbyterians hate the Methodists, and the Methodists hate the Baptists, and the Baptists hate the, the Catholics, and the Catholics hate the Episcopals, and the Pentecostal believe everybody going to hell. And so here we are wrapped up in this reality. So now how do you fix it? then I'm going to get out your hair. I believe it's simple. I believe it starts with a simplistic look at the scripture. Reading the Bible word for word and then don't tell me about Greek. I don't come from Greece. Don't tell me about Latin. I don't come from Latin America. Well, you can't, you can't really interpret the Bible until you get down into his actual text. Look, I don't come from them places. I was born in DePaul Medical Center over there on Grand Street. Kingsley Lane, actually, off Grand Street. It's not there anymore. God bless his heart. So if God can't connect with me on my American citizenry but I guess I just won't get him. And then the scripture says, at some point, you read it? He said, "God is for all. There is no distinction. Somebody had breakfast. Mm-hmm. There's no
1: distinction.
2: Between the Jew and the Greek. And so when you come tell me about I got to know the Greek, what you're trying to tell me is that there's a distinction. That if I don't do it their way, I don't get God. But the Bible says that there is no distinction. So now we're contradicting something. Oh, I did it again. I started something on a Wednesday. Why did I do that to myself? I'm so sorry. How do we fix it? Come back on Sunday. That's how we fix it. But before then, it starts with this, as I say. Looking at that scripture holistically. Seeing what the word says, not based on our reformation or our religion or our selection of how we wish to operate, God is not conformed to your style of worship. I don't have a problem with the robes and the the orchestras and the choirs and the hymns. Just like I don't have a problem with the people coming in with the earrings and the tattoos and the smoke coming out the floor. If God speaks to them with their smoke and metal popping and drum beating self, That's fine. You don't get down, don't go to their service. Just like they might think yours is boring. But all that we need to know is regardless of how we get there, if our mission is to find a way to get to the Creator, to find a way to believe that God can do the unthinkable, the impossible that he is in us, through us, for us, and on behalf of us. As long as that is the central message, how we get there is subjective and personal. That's the first step to finishing that. You allow me, we're going to pick this up on Sunday. But for right now, I ask as Brother Dennis comes to pray, that you would look at your faith, look at your perspective, your view. Do you come to church because you're a Presbyterian, because you're a Baptist? Are you more excited about the traditions that you are about the actual salvation from sin, Can you love God in a ship just as bad as you can love him in a pew with a 27-piece pipe organ? Whether it's Mama Bell playing or some dude picking a guitar, can you have the same love for God regardless? That is the question. Is your salvation based on God or is it based on your church? Is it based on your style of church? That is our prayer today. It's going to be a prayer.
4: Good morning, let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this time together. We thank you that we can come and hear the word and, you know, uh The Bible tells us that we have to believe in God. It doesn't say we have to believe in religion or a special uh, type of religion. It tells us that we must give our lives and our abilities to God to to, to worship Him and to honor Him. It doesn't tell us that we need to honor a special type or way. It just tells us we have to bear ourselves before the Lord and he will guide us. He will lead us. And we ask our prayer that you bear yourself to God. Let him know how you feel. Let him know what you're thinking. He won't ask you what uh, church you go to. He just wants to know that you love him. Father God, we just ask you continue to bless us, watch over us, take care of us, provide for us as you always do, and let us give you always, 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 all the honor and the glory. In your holy, holy name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless. Have a great week. Amen.